Welcome, one and all, to uh, a brand new episode of First Thought of the Day. I'm here with Erin Ingbrecht. Pumped to be here. And our special, wonderful guest, Cami Shriver. Cami. Hello, hello. I'm very excited to be here. This is my first podcast experience. So Guys, this is huge. This, this is, is huge. This is our first. This is our. Seriously, I can't even tell you how excited I am. Um, to get a break from Aaron Ingbrecht. I really don't care to talk to him. I'll just say it like We all that. need a break every now and then. We do. Myself. We do. We're sitting here in uh, Valley Studio number one with Chris Seacrest here on the tech side of the department. So we are, are quite blessed. We've got an audience today, too. We certainly do. We'll shout out to Lil Choop over there. Lil Choop. Lil Choop just meowed at you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So um, so last week when we, uh, when we recorded... We, uh, we were talking all about um, the idea of nostalgia, and so I'd like to kind of jump into the comments, if that's okay. Go with for it. I don't yeah. have any comments in front of me, so you go ahead and read them. Yeah, I've got one here. Um, this is from Mallory Eaton. Um, Maldog again. Long-time long contributor, first-time listener. <laughs> so, is she uh, your only listener? No. We've, okay. It, it is, I'll say this. It's kind of cool to have people come up and say, hey, I listened to it. I thought it was really cool. And so every time I'm like, hey, how about throwing us up a comment on there? That'd be kind of neat to be a part of the show. Um, but I, I think most of them kind of get it from the streaming service mm -hmm. that they listen to yeah. maybe yep. on their computer. But go to Podbean, download it, listen to our nonsense, and then comment on it. It's kind of cool. But here's from Mel. Um, Nostalgia is such a fascinating and difficult concept to fully wrap your head around. I agree with Walker. The one that's me. Of course you on. would. Guys, come on. What a homer. I agree with Walker. He's the coolest guy that's ever existed. Wow, that's really <laughs> all right. Uh, no. Lies. Yeah, I agree that one of the biggest triggers for me is smell. Something about a smell that takes you back is in another time is unmatched. Mine is my mom's perfume. It's a very popular brand. She didn't mention the brand. Maybe if she mentioned the brand, they they'd be a sponsor. That'd be kind of cool. Looking for sponsors out there. We we really need to give Cal the client a bump, maybe with that. Uh, it's such a specific smell. Sm <laughs> Let's start that one over. It's such a specific smell that I associate with my childhood. I think we reminisce and long for those past times because our perspectives on change, uh, our perspectives change as we do. Keep up the good convo. Hashtag. Vienna sausages are gross. You know what? Everybody is entitled to their own wrong opinion. No. Cammy, did you? What do you think about Vienna sausages? They are like absolutely terrible. I think I'd rather eat spam. Well, I think spam's just as bad. But listen, fried spam again takes it to another level. It's a different world, yeah. man. That's Over all. Over COVID, pretty. my children discovered spam. Yeah. They fell in love. Not me. Yeah. Wild. It, it's. I. I do agree with with smell, and it's. A, it's a weird one because yeah. as I. If I've been away from this school, like uh, in the summer, I'm, I'm out here probably far too much as it is, but I'll still come in after a few weeks or, or maybe even a month. Haven't been in the school. I'll walk in and I'm reminded of it. Mm. Like I'm, I'm back at school. Day to day, I don't smell it. I've got, you know, nose blind to that. But like yeah. when I come back afterwards, it's really wild how that yeah. goes. There's a certain musty smell that reminds me of my grandparents' basement. Um, I, it's hard for me to describe. But yeah. When, I, when it hits me, it's just like, oh, wow, I'm in my grandparents' basement playing ping pong or See, something. mine's when you open a book, I think of my mom. My mom read religiously. That's probably where I got my love of reading from, is that, you know, she constantly was reading everything from Danielle Steele to murder mysteries, you name it. And so when I smell, like, that paper version oh, yeah. of a book, ugh. I think of my mama. That's good. Do you think that's maybe why um, the, the the Kindle versions and online books have not taken off? Do you think that that smell is holding it back? I don't. I mean, it's just something that I thought about. 
maybe in the future kids will, you know, smell static electricity and think of the candle or something. <laughs> I don't know. Good question. Next comment. <laughs> this is again from from another one that contributed last week. This is from Bentley. I'm not even sure who this is. Is this like a, it's a mystery? Comment. Maybe a mystery Bentley. comment. Um, but anyway, it's kind of maybe is it? Uh, it's just is this one of those secret admirer moments. He's, he's becoming top dog really soon. Oh, well played. I think your comments about your family bringing you joy are spot on. It doesn't say which one was better. Probably me. Probably me though. Um, when you asked us to think about what we are chasing to find our joy, I realized a lot of what I'm chasing isn't just for me. I'm chasing joy for my family. If one of us is not happy or having a bad day, we all feel it. If one of us experiences great joy, it is celebrated by all of us. The focus has shifted the older I get. Kind of an interesting idea. I don't know. Well, well done, Bailey. Yeah. I'll be chasing lots of stuff, though. Yeah. He, seems like, he sounds like a chaser. Yeah, I, I do think... The, the older I get, kind of the more um, uh, like vicarious joy, the more like I, f mm -hmm. I feel joy when somebody else is, succeeds or somebody else does something really interesting. I think I, I, I find that you know, really, really cool. So awesome. Um, last week, I, uh, I kind of led off with uh, with did a little catch up here. So, Mr. Ingbrecht, here, here's the big thing that people need to know that's going on. Sunball has made a triumphant return. It's amazing. So Sunball is this awesome sport. It's a little bit like ping pong. It's a little bit like racquetball. Uh, it involves a wall that includes a large sun. It includes ping pong paddles and a bouncy ball. It's one of those and, things, uh, if you know, you know. That's right. Sunball, if you know, you know. And I'm in proud possession of the golden paddle. For which the is first a, time in three years. Which is the traveling trophy. And the first time in three years, while technically accurate, <laughs> is wildly misleading. Yes. We haven't played since before COVID happened. And we even even then, we took most of that year off because we had a ping pong table in the way, in the, the workroom. Yeah, for um, those of you who are listening... He just went, he got up out of his seat and went and got the golden paddle, which is our trophy, to bring it over, knowing that nobody can see it. And I just <laughs> wanted to be around it. That's all I wanted. Now he's holding it. He's holding it like a baby. And so this morning we were playing. Tell me, tell me if I misrepresent this. This morning we were playing and every, every morning we've, like kids, we were playing in the hallway and the kids kind of pause and wait to go between points but to walk by well this morning we had like a wall of yeah, people we, we had a good audience they were just watching yeah they just were watching they were rooting us on i think i think i had some supporters and i think so did you i think you had most of them since we play outside of your room that's fair i had to laugh the freshmen were like what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> and and i don't even think the the seniors um I don't even think the seniors have ever seen us play, even even know. though, because because yeah, their that 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 were, their year would have been their freshman year that we would have probably not had. We might have played in the fall. I, I Maybe. It's been I'm sure so much you guys did right up until COVID. Like that was your life. Yeah. It was. It, yeah. I mean, and English, we actually we actually came out here over the summer and played. <laughs> that is a complete lie, by the way. Although we were here for we something. were here one time and played. For like we just happened to play. Yeah. yeah. Um. So last week we started sort of a new um, segment on the podcast where we would ask each other a question um, and then maybe kind of lead into some story time. So I asked the question first last time, and I'm going to ask Mr. Ingbrecht to go first this time. All right. So many of us know that, that Chris Walker is a talented teacher. He, uh, he was the corporation. He was a high school teacher of the year, corporation teacher of the year, 
uh, a few years back. He was identified as a top 25 Indiana State Teacher of the Year. Um, he's gritting his teeth right now. He's, no, because I think this is the exact same question I was going to ask you. <laughs> That's the only reason we I'm don't, we don't Yeah, we don't share these questions ahead of time. <laughs> Uh, Go ahead. Here's my question: When did in in your teaching career, not not prior to teaching, but you know, in in your first year, second year, whatever you're teaching, when did you know, hey, this teaching thing, I'm in the right place, like like, it's working. And Cammy, just so you know, we, this is our first time with a guest. So the question goes to you as well. If you'd like to go first, yeah. please feel free. Ladies oh, first. Well, I feel like I'd like to hear your response. That's fine. When when I was when I was very when I was a new teacher, I was bad. <laughs> I don't. There's no other way to say it. I, I look back now and I'm really cringing, and it's not just because I'm now in English and I started out in Spanish. I I don't know. I wasn't very good. At least, if anybody learned anything and you're listening now, wow, bless you. Um, but yeah, good job to you. You taught yourself something. Yeah, I was, uh, not there, but it was, I would say it was probably a, a few years into it that I really started understanding what my purpose was, hmm. that, that it wasn't just something that I signed up to do. It was something that I signed up to be, which was a, to me, a, a wildly different thing. And so when, when even now I'll still find days where I complain or kind of grip my teeth about, oh, I gotta do, gotta do this thing. But it's still it, it it's part of the definition of who I am, mm -hmm. um, and so I, I think it would it would probably have been maybe three or four years in before I, um, but I, I wasn't very good, legitimately wasn't good when I started. Yeah. Did you ever have any second like any doubts or second guesses on what you pursued? I I think that that for most teachers we're all talented enough to do 50 different things if we wanted to. We're all, you know, we're, we're blessed with certain amounts of skills, certain amounts of ideas. But here, I don't know, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm raising my family. You know, this is, I mean, my, my wife is a teacher here and my son is a proud alumnus now of Akron Elementary and a current student at, at um, the middle school. And so, yeah, this is, this is where we're at. Awesome. Cammie, your turn. Well, I have to agree with everything you said about when we first start teaching. You know, at the time, we think we are rock stars oh, yeah. that first year or two. And now you look back and you are so embarrassed. I felt like I was in survival mode mm -hmm. the first two years yeah. of my teaching career, just trying to get by. And you go through this feeling of, am I doing enough? Am I helping my kids enough? And I think it was probably between year three and four when I had a young lady that graduated and she looked at me and said, you are the reason I graduated. Mm -hmm. I think that's when I started realizing, you know, I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be for a reason. And that's when it started to clicking where I stopped cool. seeing myself more as like, just trying to get by and yeah. more as, okay, I'm doing something right. Even if it's only that one girl I've impacted, I impacted her. So one life awesome. changed is always we, a blessing. Wind in your sails. Yep. Right? But from awesome. there, I just, you know, I just know, yeah, like you said, there's some days, there's some days that are rough, but at the end of it, I'm, I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. That's cool. How do you know that though? Because I feel, I feel fulfilled with my, my job and the kids. And yeah, yeah. we get frustrated with the bureaucracy and teaching, but I know 
when I can react, interact with the kids and they, it makes me happy, I know that's a good thing. When I stop feeling that joy of working with the kids, I feel like then that's when I know, I, hey, maybe it's time for me to do something different. It's beautiful. That's, it's really poetic how you said that. I love that. Um, I think it's my turn now to ask yep. the question, but I'm actually going to go... You're switching it up? I'm, I'm going to go Cammy first on this okay. one. Okay, okay. Um, not, not because I like her more, although, you know, it's, it's a given. It's pretty evident. But, uh, so, okay. I thought you were going a different direction with your question. So, um, we're talking teacher of the year. Okay. Okay. That's, that's where the question is, Mm -hmm. which I, I thank you. That was very kind of you to say all that nonsense about me, but, uh, but it was so, okay. So you are the current Tippecanoe Valley high school tribute from <laughs> <laughs> the slaughter here okay. you are uh, you are the katniss in our in our presence here but you walk us through kind of the why what was it like to be chosen by your peers to be the teacher of the year for, for your building i have to say it actually made me really emotional i Luckily, when I got the big, news, shock, big shocker there, by the way, <laughs> that I got emotional. Yeah, because I cried everything. But I, I'm glad I was I, I was glad I was not in the building when I received the news because I was just so touched and honored that people like said that. Yeah. And especially because I was going through a time where I just felt very unappreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have that moment mm-hmm. in teaching. Like, I just felt like I would just wasn't it wasn't going well. And then to have that happen, it just it kind of made me believe in myself a little bit more and it was a very good lift for me. Um, I will say I'm like freakishly embarrassed about it when people bring it up and then I'm always afraid they're going to be looking at me and be like, Oh my gosh, is that all we could come up with for teacher of the year is Cammie Shriver? Like, I don't know about you guys. Did you guys go through a time of like self doubt after it was like announced like for you? Like, did it make you feel like you had to, I don't know. I'm, that, I went question. through self doubt. Do I deserve so, this? Yeah, for me it would have been last fall, mm-hmm. but I, there's a there's so much about last fall that I don't remember. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Those of you that are, are shaking your head and wondering if maybe he has an intense <laughs> drug problem or something that you don't know about, he's, he had he had twins last summer, uh, uh, you know, and it was it was right before the school right before started. school yeah. started, and so he he looked like he was on fumes at his best last yeah. year. But even still, Heriting Brecht on fumes is better than most people's A game. So Seriously. it's funny you talk about drugs and you start talking about me on fumes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess my the the second kind of shout out here is that we had we had two other teachers that were finalists. I mean, we had um, Erin McKinley, who is an unbelievable math teacher. I mean, she is elite. She's a, a person that I'm excited to have my son maybe have her one day. Um, and then uh, Wes Backus, who is in charge of our Builders Trades program, which if you don't know what that is, you really should, because if that is one of those programs that they, they basically take a plot of ground and they build a house. The, their entire curriculum is let's build a house that's livable and they build it for a family. To, to be able to move in that's their final exam is is this house livable and it's it's incredible where he takes those kids where they start with 
And so many of those kids use that skill then to get a job. Yeah. yeah. It's like such a life skill for these kids. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, same question for you. Um, the, the, those of you unfamiliar with this, Aaron was Teacher of the Year one year ago. He has uh, been dethroned I have been. by Cammie Shriver. Proudly dethroned. Oh, and, my. But, and and I, think I, I think here. I predicted it. Uh, you you did say it. You did indeed. Multiple times. Yeah. Um, so what went through your head when your, when your colleagues said you are the, you are our tr- champion? Yeah, it, uh, just a total honor. Just really felt honored. Um, you know, Cammie mentioned how... Uh, how she felt like it kind of was going through maybe a, a dry spell or something that w- didn't feel like you were there. And for me, it was probably the most challenging time in my career because of the the toll that my personal life was taking on me. Having a, sure. a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and newborn twins, and just the, the lack of sleep. But I so look forward... I, last fall I just looked forward to coming to school so much <laughs> and would joke that I got more sleep on my drive in than I did that night yeah. uh, but just just to be here with high school age kids with colleagues that are you know doing the same thing to be able to have the conversations and um, you know not be changing diapers or feeding babies bottles and yeah so it, it felt it felt maybe like out of place. It was like, I'm not doing my best work now that I ever have, or at least I didn't feel like I was, but I don't know. I, I, I guess Michael Jordan played one of his best games when he had the flu, right? The flu game. So True. maybe that, maybe I was bringing that every game. I don't know. The baby. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Very you honored. Like, and, you were and the also, Michael Jordan of our staff. You would be Scotty Pippen. I called you from this rod. Yeah. I'm uh, different hair color each day. Yeah. That's what I do. Random trips to Vegas and, the, uh, the, the, the other two teachers of the year that we have not mentioned um, over the, the last few years, um, our, our second year, I believe, was was it Beth the second year or was it Micah? I don't remember the order I, there. I I'm pretty sure it was Beth. Don't remember the order exactly. Either. So Beth Landis, who is our, um, she teaches um, FACTS, which is F-A-C-S, um, which is... A, Family a, and Consumer Science. Yep. And it is unbelievable the job she does. She... She works her tail off yeah. day in, day out. And obviously, uh, really deserving there. And we had Michael Lukens, who is the mayor of Burkett, who is uh, who won a couple years ago, too. So. Yeah. Mayor of Burkett. Yeah. Um, so, the brand new tradition that we're starting today. Brand new. Is it called right. a tradition, really, if it's brand new? Yeah. Starting it okay. up. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if you've ever heard of a tradition, but it's yeah. going to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, um, this one is called First Thought Lightning Round. Did you guys like that sound effect that was right there? That was crazy, wasn't it? Did that sound good? I just love that the, the show is called First Thought of the Day, and now we get to do something that's First Thought Lightning Round. So the basic premise of this is we're going to ask a question, and you got to answer rapidly. Rapidly. There's no, okay. well, let me think about it. you got to go. Okay. First thought. Okay, first, first thought. thought. All right. I, I'm going to start, and we're going to go back and forth, ping okay. pong style. Right? Sunball style. That's right. Here we go. Paper or plastic? Plastic. Creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Creamy. White or wheat bread? Wheat. Mountains or beach? Beach. Favorite candy? Reese Cups. Favorite cartoon show as a kid? Uh, Dennis the Man and this. Not a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's stressful. Okay. Back at it. Favorite season? Fall. 
If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mm, speed. Most overrated mo- uh, movie? All the Star Wars movies. Something you collect? Uh, farmhouse decor. Favorite part of Valley? All of my students and the people I work with. Good answer. Everybody. Welcome to being, you can now exit the first thought. Hey, I have a thought here. They were way easier questions than I thought they'd be. Fa- favorite candy. I just got to point out, you said Reese. Oh. It, it, it's, well, but it's it's a uh, a personal goal of mine to make sure that people are aware it is Reese's. Yeah. Reese's. Yeah. Oh. The, uh, there we go. Uh, but how does that rhyme with pieces? I just, yeah. I don't understand. It rhymes with pieces. <laughs> I would also like to point out that I know this, we're not being televised here. But uh, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Kimmy Shriver leaned forward, her eyes bugged out, and she said speed at the top of the lungs. <laughs> I was excited. If, I was really excited. As if she was... Hey, it's a lot of stress. All have you guys ever done the speed round to each other? Yeah. Okay. We do it like every, every yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Really. Well, Practice it throughout the day. Throughout, it's uh, nerve-wracking. We called each other on his drive home. Yeah. Okay. So our, our, our thought today, kind of the topic that we really like to kind of dive into, really ties in with the idea of Teacher of the Year. It's, it's the idea of, of legacy. And um, I, I've got so many different thoughts about what legacy kind of is, but I think for, for the sake of, of, of our audience here, what is, what is legacy? Can, can you guys define it? How would you define the word legacy? In terms of, of uh, it might be teaching, but it doesn't have to just be teaching here. It doesn't have to just be, you know, Tippecanoe Valley. To me, a legacy is what you leave behind. That could be how you live your life. Mm-hmm. It could be your faith. It could be, you know, the joy you bring to others. It could be your career. Like I think of Coach Shriver, you know, for those that don't know, uh, he was a basically a legend in our community, um, known for football, teaching, you name it. They think of the legacy he has. And you can't help but, you know, go, you know, someday I want to be remembered like him. Mm-hmm. I want people to, to me, that's the legacy. When people like constantly remember you, even when you're not around. And the, the definition I wrote down is the lasting image left behind. Mm-hmm. So you use the words left behind. Um, yeah, what, what sticks with people? What comes to mind when, when people think of you? Um, and, and the emotions tied to it, too. Like, are, are there positive emotions? Let's hope not mixed or negative. Um, and I think, you know, the stronger the emotions, the more positive, obviously, the better. I think of our girls' golf team right now. Um, I, we recently had our uh, fall sports awards. And the, the girls' golf team have un believable leaders on that, that senior class. And and I just, I think about this because, um, you know, Thad Malad is up on stage. He's, he's going through every record that these guys have broken. And it's it's legitimately any record of consequence. It's certainly how it felt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like these, but he, he kept going and he was all the different, of the top tens, you know, best scores, best rounds. These people are leaving a legacy for our our younger kids, I, I think it's really interesting. I, I, I sometimes wonder, is it possible to know the legacy you're leaving while you live it? 
is it possible to even like like if I were to go to to, to Madeline Weaver or Lily Alt or, or Molly Moriarty or Cadence Malad or um, you know any of those girls and and um, were to, to walk up to them and say, hey, do you, what kind of legacy are you leaving here? Do you think they would even have an answer? Do you think that's even crossed their mind? So I think of Jeff Shriver, and I think he knew that he had an impact where he was at. I don't think that he knew the depth of his impact or, or the, the width, you know, the size of his impact. The breadth there. There we go. There's a difference between like knowing, hey, you're making a difference. Yeah. And and just how broad that difference yeah. is. Because you think about all the people that showed up when we had his funeral. I, I guarantee he would have had no clue. Yeah. And I think that's probably the people that leave the biggest legacy. They don't have hmm. that conversation. They probably don't even think they're having the impact that they are. I think we'd be surprised at I think we'd be surprised at that. So it, it sort of sort of brings me to this. My like, what what at, at the moment? I still have, boy, I'm knocking on wood here. <laughs> several years left to teach here. You've got several years left to teach, as does the soon-to-be forty-year-old sitting directly across from me. Um, but what what kind of legacy? And, and I, I know that it's it's unfair to say, hey, what is your legacy going to be? Mm-hmm. But I do think it's fair to ask, what kind of legacy do you want to lead, to, to, to leave for people? Um, and I'm going to ask you guys to be as specific as you possibly can. What kind of legacy do you want to leave when, when you walk out those doors for the last time as an employee here? I've got some thoughts jotted down here. Go and right they, ahead. They start specific and then they get kind of general. Um, I want people to, when they think of me, to think, man, he was a man of faith. Like he, he not only talked in a certain way, but he lived his life that followed Fair. the words that he, that he used. Um, well, for one so far, keep going. <laughs> so, no. I, I want people to also, especially my, you know, my family to, it, it's so important to me that, that I'm seen as, uh, just a great husband and a great father. That's so important to me. I'm not sure. Can you find the word faith. great there? I don't know that I can even put a target on I mean, what Okay, sure. Yeah. I don't know how to define that other than uh, gave it everything. You know, if I'm not here at school, if I'm not recording for first thought of the day, in large part, I'm at home. And, and it's important for me to be home, to be a part of my uh, kids' lives, they probably aren't going to remember most of this right now, but, but it is hopefully leaving a lasting impact. Um, yeah, they, remember, they don't, yeah, they remember don't. how you, how you made them feel. Yeah. They might not remember going to the Potawatomi Zoo, <laughs> but they're going to remember. I had a fun adventure with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, um, it gets more vague after this. I hope that, that people have positive thoughts about, about me teaching, you know, uh, either as a teacher or coworker, I, I hope that there are some, you know, good, good vibes going on there. Uh, I hope that, that people think of me as a pleasant person to be around. But apart from the first two things, you know, the man of faith and the, and the dad and husband, those are less important. I, I hope that's... I, hope I that really think it's an interesting, just an observation that I'm having here. I, I think it's interesting that, that you have very little of 
accomplishments mm. that you've got there. Like, like when, when I, when I really thought this question, my, my first question was this, why, why does no one stay anymore? Mm. And, and I don't just mean at Valley. I mean, like, Anywhere, like last year, the great resignation. My my favorite yeah. my favorite football team is Notre Dame football. Okay, yeah. they're having by their standards kind of a down year, mm -hmm. but by most people's standards, an amazing year, right? They're they're seven three right now, and they're they're playing okay. But last year, at the end, they were undefeated at the time. Brian Kelly resigned, mm -hmm. right? He left, and he, he wasn't. They weren't undefeated. I think they were ten and one actually when he left, but. But he left. It, it's that moment. I mean, this is the pinnacle of most people's lives. And he says, I want to move on. I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. I've got absolutely no idea what his family story. I've got, I'm not judging him in any way, but he was on track to leave a legitimate legacy at Notre Dame football. Yeah. And he left. We see this in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of people that have roots and they start to become great. And then they, they go. Right. We've talked, I know I've commiserated with both of you, we've had a lot of principals come and go. We've had a lot of, of teachers come and go. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts as to why that might be? What is it about our current situation, our current, our current societal role that, that has people leaving less of a legacy and having much more turnover? I think part of that, as you were talking, this popped in my head. You know, you talked about the Brian Kelly thing. We thought he was going to leave a legacy at Notre Dame, but we also have to remember maybe that's not the legacy he wanted for himself. And I think we have to keep that in mind when we think of, like, some of the people we've lost. Just because we saw the greatness that was there or capable, of, they were capable of having while here at Valley. Excellent point. That doesn't mean that is the legacy they wanted to leave. Right. And as it's much a, as we might disagree... You know? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't doubt that at all. And, and I, as a matter of fact, I, for for those of you that graduated five years ago or more, um, we had a, a lot of I mean, at least candidates to be called legends. Yeah. They were very near the end of their their retirement age, and they they, they moved on. You know, I'm, I think of someone like Rod Hammond. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think of someone like uh, like Greg Shara. You know, we had Dwayne Burkhardt leaving, Mike Miller leaving. I mean, Lois Buss, not, not, she was a, maybe a few years before them, but still. I mean, these are, these are legends that have moved on. Um, and not to mention the other incredible colleagues that we've got mm -hmm. to work with, the, the Terry Screetons of the world, the, the Darren Parkers of the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, these, these are really great people. And it's crazy to think, we all know how great they are, but you think of our freshmen, they, they wouldn't know. Who nope. Terry Screen is. When you do your Terry Screen voice impression, no, they right. probably would have no clue. Yeah. And how could I how could I not mention Scott Bibler in that entire rant? Right. I mean, you, if the the person who had arguably the most impact on my life as a Valley person was Scott Bibler. Um, and the, the only other person in that argument would be Jeffrey Smith Shriver. You know, I mean those are those are the two that, that as far as an early early teaching, for me, those were those were my guys. Yeah. You know? And they've, you know, sadly, sadly gone. So I want to flip the question on you. You mentioned legacy. What's important to you? It's your turn. What, what do you? How do you want to be remembered? How do you want to? What What do you want your legacy to be? I I want to be remembered as the guy that did not have it all together. 
as far as as that of like I didn't have I, I wasn't good at a lot of things, but doggone it, as a teacher, I brought it hmm. every day. Hmm. You see me try to type today in my class, I type not well. You see me try to navigate anything on the internet, I do it not well. But even still, I'm not the guy who's just phoning it in and saying, eh, free day. Let's just take a take some time, take siesta day. I'm still bringing it. Yeah. And I think it's important for our kids to see people who, even though they aren't gifted at certain things, still giving it their all. Man, Cammy? he man, he could bark at people like nobody's business. <laughs> man, he could own that golden paddle. Cammy, legacy, what's yours? Okay. Kind of um, wrap us up here. Yep. Okay. When it comes to school, like the most important things to me, how I want to be remembered by my students. And I'll be honest, I appreciate my peers voting for me for teacher of the year, but it's my students mm -hmm. and what they think of me that really impacts me the most. And it's, I want them to always be like, Mrs. Shriver pushed me to be the best person I could be. She always had my back. And you're incredible at that. Because I, I but that's what I care like the most about mm -hmm. with my students, because I feel like when I was in school, I didn't have that. And so, and I've told everybody this time, time again, we've talked about it. Like why you're a teacher. That's my why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the legacy I want to, I want to leave. When the kids think of me someday, you know, 20 years from now, oh, I had Mrs. Shriver. You know, she she's the reason I'm here. I, That's what I want. Well, as always, colleagues, this is an incredible time for me. I love hanging out with you. I've, I feel like I could do this for probably another three or four hours. how fast the time is. Yeah. Went. Yeah. Um, it, it legitimately is. I am going to leave our listeners or at this point, maybe it's singular. I'm going to leave our <laughs> listener with, uh, with, this, with this thought. Um, are you living to leave a legacy? And if you are, what is your legacy going to be? And that's my challenge to everyone that ever walks in my door as in my classroom. I want them to be able to leave a legacy of something great. Um, so good. So good. So just a little shout out and kind of let everybody know this. We are um, going to be taking next week off because of, of Thanksgiving, but we will be back raring to go post Thanksgiving, getting ready for Christmas. Anything to add? Anyone? This was awesome. I can't wait to download Podbean. That's right. And That's the check one. out your guys' podcast. This is exciting. This is a whole lot of fun. Thank you again, um, Kimmy Schreiber, for being here. Uh, on behalf of Aaron Ingbrecht and I, we'd like to say thank you to Chris Seacrest. And uh, here in uh, Valley Studios, number one. Have a great day, everyone. Take care. See ya.